Blog Talk Radio.
Mayat Hotep and Better Love. You are listening to the Truth to Power show. And tonight we have Grammy-nominated Carlos Avenhoff Jr. and Eddie Rodriguez with us. So we're going to listen to some good jazz here. Uh, and also uh, Carlos Avenhoff Jr. Uh, is in Detroit for the uh, jazz Festival. So those of you that's in Detroit, you will be able to see him live. Eddie, how are you doing this evening? How are you doing? Better love, better love, better love everyone in Detroit. Can can you speak up, um, Eddie Rodriguez? I I can't hardly hear you. Hello, Beverly? Yes, that's better. Beverly? Yes, can you hear me? I can hear you. Um, can you hear me? Yeah, you're kind of low, but I hear you a little better now. How are you okay, doing this evening? Me... I'm I'm great. Um, I'm here uh, calling from Puerto Rico to to join you on a little celebration of uh, what um, Cuban artists are now. Uh, becoming, you know, very well known in jazz circles all over the world. And um, this weekend at the Detroit Jazz Festival, you're going to be seeing um, one of the great pianists of of Cuba. His name is Chucho Valdez. And uh, Chucho Valdez um, is is a band leader. He created this group. from Cuba, who was the first Cuban band ever to be to win a Grammy back in the 70s. The group was uh, called Ida Kere, and um, Ida Kere happened to be the band that um, Carlos Averhoff Jr.'s dad, Carlos Averhoff, uh, rest in peace, belonged to. And uh, Chucho Valdez and uh, Carlos's father um, knew each other, you know, for many, many years. And Carlos Avahoff Unit is going to perform with Chucho Valdez's band um, during the Detroit uh, Jazz Festival. And so uh, um, Chucho picks the best. Of, um, of musicians uh, to perform with him. He's very, uh, very picky about uh, things like that. And so it's going to be a great performance. Uh, the repertoire is is, um, is going to be incredible. And so um, Carlos Averhoff Jr., um, who we were just listening to his music um, from some of his um, previous recordings um, on mm-hmm. Sunnyside Records, um, is in that band, and um, right now he's uh, in the rehearsal studio uh, with uh, with the entire band, uh, Chucho Valdez and everyone in the band, finishing up uh, today's rehearsal, and he should be with us. He should join, be able to join us uh, hopefully in, you know, in the next 45, uh, 30 to 45 minutes. So we're looking forward right. to that, but, um, let, you know, you always have some really great questions about Latin music and mm-hmm. how you were not aware of of this jazz um, influence 
yeah. of, of Latin music. How did it, you know, how did it happen? And, and it happened in Cuba. Uh, it happened in Cuba with artists like uh, Dizzy Gillespie uh, going to Cuba and, um, um, you know, looking at what was the other trumpet players <laughs> that, that were there that were phenomenal. As a matter of fact, one of them, you know, came to the States. His name is Arturo Sandoval. And he's probably, you know, in Hollywood right now, one of the most recognized uh, Cuban trumpeters, uh, you know, in the scene, on the scene. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing is that uh, another member of Iraqere, both, both uh, uh, Paquito de Rivera, who was an alto, uh, alto saxophonist, and uh, Arturo Sandoval, they belong they also belonged to Iraquere. However, they they were able to get out of Cuba and become uh, citizens of the United States. They've been here for years, since the 80s. And so that's another special that we'll, we'll have down the line. But, but for tonight, tonight the name is Carlos Averhoff Jr. Um, okay. Cuban jazz tenor saxophonist. He was born in Cuba, raised in Cuba, learned all his music from Cuba. Then he came to the States and he studied in the States and he's he's uh, he's an adjunct music professor at a college uh, Texas where he lives and um, and he just toured with a group called uh, 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 Juan de Marco, which is um, one of the gentlemen, uh, musicians, uh, band leaders that put together uh, the Buena Vista Social Club. I don't know if you remember that name, Buena Vista Social Club. In mm-hmm. the 90s was the group that toured the world playing traditional Cuban music. And uh, a very interesting story about that. You know, we'll, we'll have another uh, talk about that down the line. But jazz is, um, jazz today is not being supported by the younger a generation. So um, one of the things that uh, I'm you know, trying to become an activist to get jazz in high school, junior high schools, um, you know, and have people like Carlos, you know, maybe do some online uh, classes and things like that, you know, so that right. we can get these kids into the modern jazz of, of Cuba. It doesn't have to be you know, John Coltrane or Charlie Parker or any of the big names in, in jazz or tenor saxophonists or Latin ones. His name was Gato Barbieri. I don't know if you ever heard that name. But um, that's another, you know, great story. That gentleman was from Argentina. And his jazz was totally influenced, you know. Um, as a matter of fact, you would probably call it today smooth jazz. Uh, but he was way ahead before his smooth jazz scene ever came around. Um, but I want to know what you're going to play next so that we can we can hear some more music. Okay. Uh, let's see. Let's go. We're going to play from his uh, older album. What is this? Khan, you know, you're going to have to help me with these names. <clears throat> okay. Khan, Khan, Khan. 
I'll play it. You, you can say it afterwards. Very good. All right. <laughs> Better love. <laughs>
How you say it, uh, Eddie Rodriguez? And we're here with Eddie Rodriguez. We're listening to the incredibly young, talented uh, Cuban jazz tenor saxophonist Carlos Averhoff. Um it, It's interesting, you know, his name uh, it says a lot, you know. Carlos, which is a typical, um, you know, Spanish name. Um, you know, a lot of Carlos is in, uh, in, in, in our in, um, everyday lives, we, you know, we hear about them. And uh, the last name is Averhoff. Averhoff is a, a name from, um, you know, the... Um, the it sounds German. Russian. Huh? It sounds German-like. Avenhoff? Yes, yes. It is a German um, based uh, family. Hello? Hello? Hello, yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, you kind of muffled. We can't hardly, you're not clear. Can you hear me? Okay, let me me move because sometimes uh, we get a we get some clouds over here, overcast. How about now? That's better. Okay. And uh, hold on a second. Uh, um, Carlos Avalhoff, yes, uh, you're absolutely right about the name. It's uh, it's uh, from Germany. And um, his family uh, emigrated to, from what I understand, to Russia. 
so um, his background is from Russia, and you know that uh, those uh, Cuba is still under communist rule, and uh, they've been, um, you know, Russia was providing them with a lot of things, sustaining them for years until recently, and um, so um, his father emigrated. Now, I'm going to try to find out tonight from from Carlos, you know, how far back did his family, when did they get to Cuba? And, um, you know, because, uh, you know, you could say Cuban jazz tenor saxophonists, because then there there aren't many of them that have really um, uh, come to the stage and made themselves, um, you know, known in, in the marketplace, especially in the jazz circles. Um, his performing at the Detroit Jazz Festival is is something great for him to add to his you know to his credit because he wouldn't be there unless he had you know unless um, you know he had his uh, he had it together you know so to speak um, because uh, Tito Valdez is uh, like I told you earlier he only picks the best so. You know, when um, if you get a chance and see the performance, you know, keep an eye out on, okay. on Carlos, and uh, and um, he's uh, he's just a pleasant uh, human being. So I, I'm looking forward to him joining us soon. Like I told you, they're rehearsing actually tonight for yeah. the festival show, and then they're playing. That group is playing at the Hollywood Bowl. You know, so this is that that um, that particular band that. Um, Future Valdez put together at Carlos uh, Averhoff, who's a tenor sax player for that group, mm-hmm. um, is getting a lot of accolades. They have an entire tour. I have, I have some information later on that I can share about the tour and some of the venues and some of the dates. But um, you know what I what I'm really uh, interested in, in doing is is getting your take, Beverly. You know, like we've we've spoken through. Since last year, Hispanic Heritage Month, when we did that uh, that great special, uh, and yeah. um, it's uh, you know already it's already September and uh, September fifteenth, lo and behold, Hispanic Heritage Month starts again. So mm-hmm. I'd like to do this time. Last last time we had a very uh, we we were trying to look at black. Uh, artists in Latin music. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I think what I want to do this year is, is I want to look at the uh, influence of uh, dance music uh, all over the world that that was uh, um, realized by one particular uh, group of uh, of artists that came out of New York City called the Fania All Stars. Um, most of them are gone now, you know, but um, their music lives on. So I want to I want to do dance music, you know, so people could feel good, you know. Right. Jazz is is is, is incredibly, uh, you know, uh, reflective, you know, and yeah, you know, just feel good and it's intensive and it's it ebbs and it flows and you know it it's it's something that you have to, you have to really love uh, musicianship. Um, you have to love, you know, certain in- instruments, you know, be it a piano or, or a flute or a sax or a trumpet or, you know, those are the most popular. 
could be a drummer, though. It could be a bassist. Um, um, some people like vocals, you know. They like vocalists, you know, in jazz. Uh, but the musicianship, which we don't have today in hip-hop music, and we don't have that today even in Latin urban music, any urban music <clears throat> you see, I mean, you see or you hear, most of it is produced in a studio um, using instruments that are pre-recorded already, so mm-hmm. and, and effects that are pre-recorded, and, and, and they come up with these Latins. Um, we'll call them trap right now, uh, urban um, recordings, and they've been doing this in Atlanta and all over the South for years, right. playing this music, trap, trap music. And Puerto Rico uh, attached themselves, or one of uh, a few Puerto Rican artists, they attached themselves to that genre, that, that urban trap, uh, instead of being, you know, just hip hop, they went over to the trap side and, and they started doing lyrics in Spanish. Lo and behold, the same thing happened that always happens. When it's something so, sounds new, it's for the younger generation, you know. <laughs> the older generation doesn't, doesn't understand, you know. How can you like this music? The lyrics are horrible. The beats are horrible. But the kids, you know, the number one artist right now in, in, in Latin America and pretty much known all over the world is from Puerto Rico, and he's a... He's a trap singer. He's an urban singer. Sing, he sings in Spanish. Mm-hmm. But the beats that he uses are all uh, from, from urban hip-hop and reggaeton uh, and trap. His name is Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny? Yep. You never heard of him? No. Check out Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny, uh, I remember when he came out, started really releasing a lot of music after Hurricane Maria in 2017. Um, from 2017 until until today, he's he's among the top ten richest uh, artists in the Latin music industry. Mm. So um, the richest one is a net worth of like 52 million or something like that. And, you know, even Shakira, Shakira. She was worth, you know, tens of millions of dollars, but Bad Bunny has a, he just started. <laughs> so, oh, wow. He fills up stadiums, you know, he fills up stadiums. Uh, he was on the MTV Awards uh-huh. uh, on Sunday night, and uh, the, the he did a performance. From Yankee Stadium, you know that was his. <laughs> uh, you know it was a live, a live uh, performance for the mm-hmm. for the MTV uh, awards, and he won, I think, his best uh, new Latin artist. But getting back to jazz, what I'm trying to say is that. But you know, I think that's a great idea that you were saying that we could to get this into the school system because you know. I've done shows on frequencies and sound and vibration and, you know, jazz, it, it, it kind of balanced with the frequencies 
and the vibrations that the children are listening, the young people are listening to today. So, you know, this kind of would balance that out because the, the, the beats and the frequencies that, they, that they're on, you know, that plays a lot in your emotions and your thinkings and things like that. If, if we can put balance into that, and I think jazz will put a balance so it won't be all of that frequency. It'll be a balance of this here to even things out. I think that's a great idea. I mean, if you've already experimented and have done things like that, I, I'd like to join you. And, you know, it's uh, it's an opportunity. You know, when we do shows like this, um, we look at how many people are listening. And, but once you, once you get, you know, to the bottom line, you know, I think that uh, we're documenting uh, a, a lot of uh, – uh, creative uh, talent that's that's mm-hmm. still alive, and we're talking about things that many people don't even know about. They have, they have they're not aware of a name like a Bad Bunny. Uh, we'll do, right. You know, I, I I'm there's enough Bad Bunny music out there. I don't have to, you know, I'm not mm-hmm. going to uh, invest time in that, but I will invest time in and researching and, and coming up with the right type of programming with, with you to to look at the contributions, you know, like we did last year of black Latinos in the music industry. And a lot of them died poor. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they were they were the tip because they were black, you know, they were the typical they they were creative but they were the you know, the typical people from the forties and the fifties they used to run the music industry, you know, and they say, hey, man, you know, uh, uh, you write this music. Oh, yeah, it's good. You know, hey, listen, yeah, let, let me have it. You know, sign over here. I'm going to give you $50 or $100 or, hey, how many you have? You know, you got 100 Hey, okay, give them to me. I'm going to buy you a Cadillac, you know, and, and you know, I'm going to get it played on the radio. They say, oh, wow, you know, and, and they mm-hmm. sign, you know, they would die. They would die poor because all the royalties were being made by the people that were unscrupulous in terms of uh, their their, uh, their character and their morals. You know, they just they were just robbing people of their of their intellectual property. You know, we know about mm-hmm. it now. But, uh, and um, yeah, we try we'll, we'll try to educate and entertain at the same time. Uh, and give people something to think about, you know. But you know, let's see, let's go ahead and play some more music. I don't know if you were able to uh, look at one of the things that I sent um, that was um, by the group uh, Irakere. The other one was a group called uh, oh, it, it was called Contigo en la Distancia. Okay. Yeah, I did. Um, I. Uh... Let's see. Because I want you to hear, I want you to listen to uh, Carlos Avahoff Jr.'s dad on on this uh, on that particular uh, track. It was uh, it was live. They recorded it live, and um, you know, it's just these these artists are so talented. You know, uh, Carlos 
dad, rest in peace, you know, passed away. And but Carlos grew up in a musical family, but look, listen to where he got his influence. <laughs> that's, that's an interesting. Um, now, what uh, era was his, was his dad in? What 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 was he like? Fifties, forties? What? Um... No, his dad was seventies. 70s, 80s, 90s, you know, 2000. You know, he was, you know, I get it. He was a a known uh, top musician uh, in Cuba, you know, and uh, the album that, that Carlos is going to talk about, it's called Together. And mm-hmm. um, that was an album that he started when his dad was alive. And um, he was able to get a, a lot of guest artists that were that used to that performed with his dad, you know. And uh, it's it's an incredible album. Um, I I'm I'm hoping he's going to be on in the next fifteen or twenty minutes. But um, we'll just keep playing his music. Let's listen to mm-hmm. his dad right now. Uh, this is called Contigo en la Distancia, uh, with you in the distance. With, okay, uh, I think hmm? I think I got the right one. Let, let, let me put this one on, and I'll see if this is the right one. Thank you. 
Yeah. What was the name of that one? Eddie Rodriguez. Then, uh, <laughs> hold on a second. Um, that was called Contigo en la Distancia. That means, uh, in, uh, in, um, I guess translated would be, with you from a distance. With you from a very melancholy, very, very, very kind of soft and just so sweet, you know. It's like I'm with, you know, with you from the distance, you know. So mm-hmm. it's, uh, I guess, uh, you know, someone... Uh, Compose that thinking of someone that was far away and saying, hey, look, even though I'm far away, I'm still with you. And uh, it sounds like a love song. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I do. The guitar, playing, uh, the guitar playing and, and this, this, the saxophonist, uh, obviously, like I told you, uh, uh, that was um, Carlos Alvahoff uh, Sr., rest in peace, uh, Carlos uh, Alvahoff Jr.'s dad, and uh, um, he had such a great sound, you know. I mean, he could have competed with any of the big guys up in the in the states. Yeah. Uh, very, very, very wonderful, wonderful uh, interpretation, and his, his his tone is incredible. So, um, but there's a there's another track now. I'd like to hear Carlos. You know, so uh, from one of his old recordings, um, the the um, composition is called Bolivia. And um, oh yeah, okay, I remember. He, he had yeah, so so you know we got his dad. Listen to him, you know, on that. We're going to listen to more of uh, Carlos Alvarez Jr. from his new album. But this is something that he released uh, a few years back. And uh, it's, it's a composition uh, by the name of Bolivia. Okay, here we go.
Yes, that's nice. I like wow. that. Yes, yes, yes. That was very creative. Uh, you know, we're talking about a, a young man that was... Uh, that grew up, you know, in a in a dictatorship, you know, a communist country. Um, you're not allowed, you know, us as Americans, we're not allowed to go to Cuba. Um, and um, however, um, artists before the communist regime, you know, used to go there all the time. You know, Nat King Cole used to do, go to Cuba all the time. As a matter of fact, he did a Christmas album in Spanish once. And... Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, there's a lot of a lot of uh, influence. There's something special about Cuba. Uh, you know, the the entire history of the Spaniards. Uh, you know, being there since from the 1500s and having a huge slave trade and uh, um, you know becoming a, a, a you know a country that was run by Spaniards, and then there was a revolution. Cubans decided, hey, these are not our, uh, these people are not treating us right. So um, there was a revolution and Cuba became independent. So um, I think, um, you know, the fact that there's so much creativity, the influence from Africa, the influence from Spain, and the influence from mm-hmm. from America, from the U.S., um, all, you know, combined, combined make up what we're listening to today ever since the 70s, you know, how it's influenced. Traditional Cuban music is, uh, is called um, uh, Guaguanco, you know, when it's uh, danceable like that. And um, that eventually turned into uh, what we know today as salsa music, which is Latin dance music. People dance salsa all over the world. And the right. other rhythm is uh, 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 the Cuban son or the son cubano. Um, and that rhythm is what's recognized as the traditional Cuban, uh, is recognized as tra- traditional Cuban music, son cubano. And um, that was partially what all the, uh, the interest in, in supporting uh, a lot of old musicians that were members of the Buena Vista Social Club in the 90s. As a matter of fact, there's only one of them that's still touring. He's, uh, he plays a guitar and he sings. His name is Eliades Ochoa. Uh, uh, Ochoa. And, um, you know, he's still, he's still touring. You know? uh, he, he's probably around 75. Everybody else in the band was in their late 80s and 90s. But it's documented that one of this social club was a documentation of, uh, of some of the originary or the pioneers of traditional Latin music. So well, getting back to Carlos, you know, Carlos is, um, he grew up in the communist regime, but it didn't, uh, it didn't affect his creativity, you know. Uh, he grew and, uh, and he is what, what he, you know, what we hear today. You know, uh, the influence from his father and the influence from all the other rhythms that he was introduced to as a child mm-hmm. in Cuba and at school. So we're going to hear a little bit more from Carlos. Uh, so, he should be uh, with us in a few minutes. Uh, okay. I'm already. 
Okay. And he, uh, he just, like I said, he was just finishing up a rehearsal with Chucho Valdez for the uh, performance at the Detroit Jazz Festival this weekend. I don't know if it's Friday. Um, yeah, uh, it's I Friday. think it's Friday. Yeah, right, Friday. So this is this is kind of like one of the one of the members of the Chucho Valdez uh, mm-hmm. uh, performance and. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's it's so great that you've uh, allowed us to to come on your show and and uh, showcase some of his music. Oh yes, it's my pleasure. And I think Thank we have so our, I think Carlos uh, Alvenhoff. Uh, I got to get Alvenhoff Jr. is with us. Let me see if this is him. Uh, Carlos Alvenhoff Jr. This you. Yes, um, how are you? Great, good? great. Good. We've been Thank listening. you for having me. Good evening, Carlos. Yes, buenas how noches. are you, Eddie? Oh, good. Buenas noches. Uh, yeah, buenas noches, Eddie. Oh, good, oh, good. Yeah, I'm so sorry um, to join the last part of the program. The thing is that I was, you know, we had a long rehearsal. And honestly, guys, I needed to have something to eat, you know, um, uh, to be ready. You know, same because the energy were low. Yeah. So we have like six hour rehearsal, you know. Wow. That's well, a lot. Let's say five something, but yeah, but it was energy consuming, so I needed to just uh, shift for a moment, go to eat something, and then join him. But yeah. Yeah, uh, you Thank good. you for, for having me, for having me here early, um, 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 for having me one more time in your show. You know, I mm-hmm. I think that I did it like uh, like six months ago, a little bit more. I can't mm-hmm. remember, but. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this is my second time, so thank you for having me. Well, thank you. I appreciate you, uh, that you sharing your talent with us, and especially here in Detroit. I uh, really appreciate that. And what day are you performing at the Jazz Festival? I am performing with uh, Chucho Alves, um La Creación Project, which is uh, one of uh, is the latest big work. Uh, Chucho Valdez uh, did, and um, uh, it will be the big band will be playing, or the show itself will be playing uh, at seven. Okay. Um, at seven o'clock on Friday, and if you give me you give me a second, I can tell you what it is. What would be the the stage? But I think I I, I can imagine it's the the principal stage, you know, because seven is kind of uh, uh, you know evening concert. I think he may be the last one that day. I assuming. Uh, I don't know. Let me let me. I will give you the stage name so the audience also can will know. Okay, so uh, that's Friday. September. Yeah, this is this, this is a Friday. Okay. Yeah, let me see. Showtime. Uh huh. Yeah. Um. You know. Uh. Let me see. Uh. I, you know. We we can be talking. Uh, yeah. Anything you can ask me. I, I. In the meantime, I will be finding the. The okay. I just found it. The Detroit Jazz Festival. Card, card, heart, and prefiato um, stage. Amphitheater uh-huh. stage. So, card, yeah. card, heart. 
in the heart plaza. Yes, heart plaza. Uh huh. Yeah. And and it's so, going to be about you say seven uh, Friday. Yes, seven. Seven. It, you know, uh, it's a. Uh, it's the same, yeah. It's a, it's all, it's uh, it's, it's all over. Um, it's almost, it's almost two hours. That's why I'm saying that maybe we are gonna be the last one that day, because okay. it's almost two hour show for sure. Okay. It's what yes. I, what it's saying here is one hundred, uh, one hour um, and seventy. Uh, you know, it could be seventy five minutes. We could be, may, let's say, one hour and a half, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a long, it's a long show. Honestly, okay. uh, okay. we did it in, in we did it in Paris uh, several times. So it's one hour and forty minutes easy. I can't guarantee you that. That's all right. So, People come talking. down there to listen to the good music and and your great yeah. jazz performance from all over the world. You have a new album. Oh out. yeah. You have a new yes, album. Yes, uh, I have a new album. The name is uh, Together, which is a uh, it's a fun album. Uh, uh, it, it ended up uh, being a um, a tribute to my father because we started the album together. Because my father, you know, he was a, also a sax player, mm-hmm. and the idea, the principal idea of this album was uh, to do an album together. That's why I, you know, the album was the name is Together. But okay. then uh, my father, he he was ill. Uh, he unfortunately he passed away, and then uh, years after, I decided to finish this mission, um, inviting several artists uh, uh, who collaborated with my father. Among of them is also Chucho Valdez, which who I am playing today. You know, mm-hmm. so this well-known super uh, 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 artist from Cuba, who his name you know his name mm-hmm. is. Uh, in the history of Afro-Cuban jazz, you know, you can go wrong with him. Okay. Okay. Excellent. And, uh, yeah, um, I have, I have, I have uh, also several artists like Nestor Torres, uh, artists from Cuba, uh, like three artists from Cuba, uh, record, uh, and uh, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a, it, the album came very nice, very good, very balanced. You know, let's say um, I am applying different. Um, style of composition, um, and I feel that I I found the right artist to be recording in each track. Honestly, I can say that you know, uh, based nice on their personality, the, the the profile, you know. Yeah, excellent album. I love it. Yeah, Eddie? yeah. Isn't the internet? In the internet, uh, for if someone wants to to buy it online, they can go to my website. And I can I can uh, send them the album, sign it, you know, and uh, at Junior dot com. So that's my my website. Okay. And uh, yes, the album is is uh, it's fun. It's right there now. I am pushing towards uh, promoting from 2023 and beyond. And um, and I excited about this uh, this uh, this new project, you know. Which honestly, it wasn't in my plan until December 2020. You know that I decide. Oh no, January 2021. I decide to come back and return to to record because you know I wanted to. It, it was something in my heart telling me I needed to finish. You know. Right. 
Because what you were you teaching music? Were you teaching it at the school? Uh, I am teaching. I am currently teaching in Tarleton. It's in Texas. I live in Dallas. You know? But I'm okay. currently teaching in Tarleton University. It's uh, it's one hour uh, south of Dallas. One hour and a half, let's say, south of Dallas. And I teach there part time. But also I teach in ISD, which is a uh, independent school district. Uh, I I teach also one-on-one lessons uh, at school, you know, with music program. So I'm, I'm I I I try to keep busy with my profile. I I need to be teaching as well. It's not that that you know it's something. No, I enjoy it, teaching a lot. Um, as uh, similar, I enjoy playing. So I I need to have those that balance uh, in my life. Yeah. I don't see myself just being playing and not teaching because I see the teaching situation like a mission, you know, uh, that I need to share, you know, with, with the students, you know. It's not only because I need to pay my bills. No, no. I, I really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, Carlos. you could. Yes. Yeah. Hey, Carlos, uh, we were playing some music um, from... Um, <sighs> From your dad uh, earlier with uh, Richie Sion, um, uh that uh, we found, and um, we were playing some music from uh, E to C, some of your, some of your. Oh, my uh, first recording. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's another. My, and, yeah, that's my my other project. Yeah. I, that's my main jazz. Let's call it jazz uh, project. Uh, it's uh, it's not that for Q one as um, EIQ or together. But yes, uh, that was my very first album uh, as a band leader, you know. Well, you know, it was incredible. And uh, and, uh, just one of the things that that I was curious about was, you know, how how your family, you know, that um, got to Cuba, you know, had mentioned once that you know really your family was from Germany, and uh, I was wondering you know knowing that your your father um, was a huge influence in, in your life, uh, if anything you know any of his um, brothers or there was family that was also uh, in, in the music uh, uh, you know talented artists and when yeah. did they get to Cuba? Yeah, you know what? It's a it's a good question. Um, yeah, uh, incredible. The only the only musicians in, in the I Abraham family is my father, or was my father and me. Uh, um, uh, uh, until now, I don't know if the tradition <laughs> will be you know uh, will be continuing. Uh, I I see in my daughter a lot of potential. She likes to sing a lot, and she's very rhythmic. And uh, and yes, um, the only musicians uh, until now are us. And uh, uh, you know, my my family. Yeah, I have part of the family from Prussia. You know, it's Germany, but uh, this, it was a city called Prussia. And then they they went to they emigrate many years ago to Matanzas, which is um, a town uh, on the east. Um, of uh, Havana, you know, and um, very near to Baradero Beach, by the way. 
and they they you know they were living there for years until they decided to go to Havana uh, or part of the family decided to go to Havana and then my my father you know was making his life there and he was interested in music by you know I think it was meant to be because my my grandmother for example she doesn't wanted to him to be a musician and you see you know he he was a musician very successful you know also it's funny because uh today i had a you know a good luck to be playing with chucho Valdez. um my father was member of chucho Valdez and iraquero for 20 something years like 25 years you know so most of his career was with this gentleman i am playing today you know which i'm going to be playing with him this friday here in detroit so and then let's see, let's see uh, if the tradition continues. Uh, hopefully, yes. Um, there, there is a lot of potential that it could be because my wife, she was a dancer, also. So the artistic part and the music is in our blood, and also, of course, our baby girl uh, got it naturally, you know. So let's see what happens. That's beautiful. Well, look, let's, why don't we start listening to together? Um, what do you have uh, ready there? Maybe we can play three tunes uh, back to back uh, so okay. people now can get a taste yeah. of Carlos Avahoff so, yeah. Jr., uh, mm-hmm. Cuban jazz tenor saxophonist, um, up there in, in, in my regards as one of the best uh, tenor saxophonists besides his dad that ever came out of Cuba. Um, and um, the other alto saxophonist, uh, another saxophonist, alto saxophonist, uh, Paquito de Rivera, you know, he made his mark here in, the, in, in America and throughout the world. And uh, also another member of Iraquere, Akira Chamber, another one who made his mark, another Cuban, you know, considered jazz and contemporary uh, um, yeah. trumpeter, um, made his mark. And I see the same yeah. future for Carlos Avahoff Jr. So uh, let's enjoy some of his uh, recent works. Uh, the album is called Together. It's available on Spotify and all the, all the music uh, platforms, Apple Music, and, uh, Tidal, and uh, Pandora and Amazon and uh, definitely it's uh, worth a listen. So, uh, Carlos, well, uh, congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank <laughs> you very much. Yeah. Congratulations right. on this prize. Let's listen to some music. Okay. Congratulations to uh, Let's Start With Together. Yes.
news again wow. listening to wow. Carlos Avenhoff Jr. He's in Detroit, Michigan. He's at the Detroit Jazz Festival. He will be performing Friday, September the second at seven o'clock PM. And don't Joe forget mm-hmm. Beverly. He's, he's yes. with the he's with the incredibly famous uh, most recognized Cuban pianist and jazz um artist Chucho uh, Adez. Yeah. Cuba, Chucho Valdez. Okay. Chucho Valdez. Uh, he, he, he's, uh, by the way, he's premiering on tour his, uh, his last project, latest project, which is called La Creación. Uh, we're going to be recording that music at some point. You know, it's, uh, it's a live concert in Paris that I understand that you can pay in order to hear it. But, but yes, it's, uh, so people... People here in Detroit should not miss this opportunity or listen this music. But it's not only with the band. Uh, it's the band with also a big band. So the band itself, in this case us, will be integrated with a big band from Detroit local musicians here. You know? Yeah. So it's, it's an interesting uh, um, uh, concert for sure. And yes... Um, that those three titles are very, uh, very, very fun to play. Uh, by the way, the first title that you play together, uh-huh. which is the title track, is a tune I dedicate to my father. Okay. So that was written for him uh, uh, years ago. This it, is not it's not a new tune, but I wrote I wrote it for him years ago. Um, and I, the way I recorded in this album, you know, in, in this last latest work, uh, I feel the tune itself in combination with the grooving rhythm with this called uh, songo. It's called a songo, Afro-Cuban a dance uh, rhythmic uh, that is from Cuba, right? Uh, it matched perfectly to what my dad's uh, sense of humor was, you understand me? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, 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 this tune, along with the, the groove, I decided to put uh, and record with much his personality, you know, a lot. Um, uh, so the, it's an interesting tune. And I, it's one of my favorite tunes in the album. It's very groovy, by the way. I play on oh, my yeah. shows and, and people, people love it, you know. Yeah. And the second tune, the second tune, uh, by the way, in that tune and together, uh, the artist, um, the alto sax player, is two saxophone player there. I know the first one is a, uh, is a piano player, Gene Gaiser. Uh, uh, he lives in Miami. He's 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 an incredible American jazz uh, uh, pianist. And uh, the so the second solo was me, I think. Yeah, and then the third solo, the name of the 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 saxophone is uh, is Herman Velasco. And I will tell you a short story about Herman Velasco. Herman Velasco is a super well-known saxophonist from Cuba, who shared the stage for many years with my father as part of Irakere. We should show about this. So they were under Irakere, under the direction of Chucho Valdez, sharing the stage, you know, the 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 the, the bandstand. Sorry, and this guy, this alto player, Herman Velasco, was the guy who replaced Paquito de Rivera. 
So when Paquito left the band, this guy replacing, you know, was the guy who took that responsibility, and he did it very well. He's not well-known because he's in Cuba. He never wanted to do his career outside of Cuba. But believe me, he's very well-known in Cuba. Um, he has a lot of credit, you know, as a musician, producer. Uh, he's an extremely talented musician, you know. And it's old school. It's, uh, so it's from the generation of my father. Can you mind me playing with those guys, you know, for me in St. honor? I do have. I do have a hand raised. Someone wants to ask a question here. Oh, uh-huh. Hold on. Hold on. Eight ten three five eight. Yes. Yes. Uh, buenos noches, hermana Beverly and my primos Carlos and oh, East Coast. Oh, yeah, how are you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. What's going on, y'all? Hey, right, hey, listen, we're Where are you saying? <laughs> yeah, I've been a minute. Yeah, I've like been a minute. They like you and he's, enjoy he's too, in Texas. He's in Texas. Yeah, oh, man, I'm very, hey, uh, I like that uh, that song earlier that you played by uh, Carlos Abrahoff Jr., uh, dad. Uh, I'm, I'm very, uh, I'm very close, you know. I'm 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 near, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm near yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> very near to y'all. I'm visiting some beautiful friends right here in the pure Michigan. And uh man, yeah, I, I was out here enjoying the crescent moon and I, I decided to call in the Beverly tonight just on a just on a random man and I I caught the broadcast, so I wanna thank y'all for the love and the vibration. You know, I know how huge the musicians that you're playing with, you know, Chucho Valdez, oh, my, man, oh, that's yeah. top, top notch, top of the line legend. So this is high frequency, man. I'm in a high frequency area, Detroit, Michigan, man. Uh, Beverly, you still have the geometry of Michigan that I sent you? Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. Will you please send that to Carlos Everhoff Jr. and, and uh, East Coast Eddie when, when okay. you get a chance in that geometry of Detroit and, and the state of Michigan, the place where we are. And so, yeah, this is this is incredible. Then, the, you know, we're in 2022. It's just a, a two-theme. I've been saying it all year. We're in a two-theme. And here you are in Detroit on September the 2nd. So I'm not surprised, you know, I'm, and, I'm, and I'm near y'all in that floor. I might actually end up being at that concert. And uh, man, I just want to, I just want to let y'all know I'm lit over here, man. I, I feel, I, I, I love how the spirit works. The spirit is never off course; it's always right on time. And uh, and man, y'all, I'm just enjoying the vibe. I wish y'all would just keep going with the vibe, the music, and the and the stories and uh. I wanted to ask you, Carlos, uh, how did you link up with Greg Osby? Oh, man, bro, you know, it's, okay, let me first say that Greg is my, it's like my mentor. I owe Greg a lot. As a matter of fact, before signing with Sunnyside Records, Greg Osby is the owner of uh, also a CD label. You know, it's not super well-known. But he welcomed me to this label since to he offered me this uh, option if I wanted since 2000 
and 10. Because in 2010, I was yet uh, studying at Berkeley College of Music in Boston. And he spent teaching there like two or three years, not semester, but like physical year, like six semester, let's say. And I was one of the lucky ones to take class with him. I knew about his music already. And, and when I decided to take lessons with him, we connect. He was super uh, interested in Afro-Cuban music. Uh, you know, it's amazing. I wanted him to go to Cuba as well. He's crazy about going, going to Cuba. But to respond to your question, we link because thanks to Berkeley College of Music, which gave me a lot of great professional uh, experience as a student, you know. Um, uh, I met Greg there, and from there we have a really good relationship. You know, you know, it's not only professional, it's personal, you know. Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, man. Uh, hey, Aaron, hey, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we need you back, man. So, uh, but uh, right now, uh, Beverly, uh, you have anything yeah. queued up there? Because um, I know that uh, we have a, a limited time. I don't know uh, how long we can go. About but 15 more. We have about 15 more minutes. Okay, why don't you just play some, you know, four of those four of those uh, compositions there that you have, and uh, we'll take it mm-hmm. from there. So, yeah, let, before taking that, uh, um, you know, going to the next tune, let me talk to you about the last tune uh, the, okay. that Beverly put. The last tune Beverly played uh, legally is under my name, but really, the reality is that that tune is original from my father. And I did an arrangement of that tune because that tune my father recorded back in 2006 as part of his uh, latest album or his only album he recorded here in the U.S. But it was funny that he recorded the tune, everything, you know, uh, was, you know, on his album, on a CD, all the legal, you know, protocol, and he never put that tune under his name. So talking with the CD label he recorded with, they they are my friends. They told me, Carlos, you should put it in your name because who else would be, you know? So that tune is authority of my father, but I did the arrangement. The I did a lot there. Um, it was was mine, you know. It's, it's it's like the same tune but with asteroid. It's like more like 2023 kind of sound, you know. But yes, it's my father. So I should say that. I think that I feel my heart to say that, um, uh, you know, to share with you guys this this point, you know. So yeah, please feel free to to play uh, whatever tune you you would like to play. If you want to, I may suggest you something that the audience will love. I yeah. don't know if I send you one that, that is called "En la orilla del mundo," um, which is with the singer. Uh, uh, I don't know if, uh, if you no, have it, the, uh, the you name. You didn't send me that the, one. I don't have that. The, the, uh, please double check. Uh, I think I did it. But, yeah. Well, well it's okay. What, what happened? Yeah. We, I'm, I might have sent it too, but um, 
What's but, the name you know, of it? We have we have we have some in La Orilla del Mundo. It's uh, it's called En La Orilla del Mundo. Like in the tail it's like the, in the tail of the of the of the world. If you traduce it traduce we got about we got I'm sorry. Um we have probably about another um nineteen minutes right now, Joe. Why don't you play whatever you uh, can play and then let, perhaps look for that one. And uh, Carlos, oh, yeah. uh, you know, of it's course. incredible. Thank you so much for being on. Eric, oh, yeah. uh, it's a pleasure. pleasure to hear your voice. And Beverly, thank you so much for, for always accommodating, uh, you know, the Latin side, Latin artists, your support for last year with black artists, uh, the people... Latin music artists people never knew about that they were black discriminated against as any African American was. But more importantly than that, Hispanic Heritage Month is coming up, uh, and we're going to spotlight a lot of uh, Latin music. Uh, let's hear some more. Carlos Haverhoff Jr. Yes, and uh, we got to leave with this with these uh, next two uh, tunes here. And I just want to say, uh, Eric, you need to hook up with us tomorrow. We'll be down at the Easter Market at the Jazz Club. So uh, you need to come down there and hook up with us. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Carlos. Much love, y'all. Much love. Uh, hey, thank, thank, you. You. thank you. Thank you very much. Better um, love, um, um, Thank you Eric, so much. I may, I may, I may, yeah. I may have. To, uh, I hope I can uh, meet you here in, in person too. I'm barely. I will yeah. see you. You know. All right. So we that sounds good. Okay. okay. All right. All right. So thank you to thank you to the audience. Thank you for having me, uh, Eddie. We talk soon. Um, for me, it's a pleasure to be you know with you guys and be sharing this music, especially this prayer, which is not only a musical prayer for me. It's a mission. It's very personal. This album, and I feel very relieved that this album is already out there, you know, like sharing you with you, with the audience and the world. That's my my main purpose. So thank you very much for having me. Thank um, you. We, we, we stay connected, okay? Yes, yes. Thank you. Thank everyone. Better love. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay. Better love. Bye.
Thank you. 
guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.